Hello and welcome back to Ads for Success podcast number 13. Ads for Success podcast with me, Amanda Perry, agency owner, e-com coach, small business cheerleader, and Facebook ads super geek. This podcast is full of real life advice from pulling back the curtains on my agency, seeing firsthand what's working right now in the world of ads. I'll be bringing you interviews from e-com brands that are smashing it right now and hearing from the brains behind them how you can too. Full of practical advice, actionable tips and straight talking, no nonsense help to improve your e-com store, your bottom line and just maybe your life. Stick around and let me show you how. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher or wherever you find your podcasts. And if you enjoy the episode, please do leave a review as it helps others find us. Thanks for listening. And now on with the show. Hello and welcome back to Ads for Success podcast with me, Amanda Perry. We're starting to do things a little bit differently around here in that we have changed the Friday memo to the Monday show now. So instead of getting an interview every week and a solo show every week, which was a little bit optimistic, I think, we are now doing uh, one show every week. So I'll be, still be with you first thing on a Monday for that weekly kick up the arse that we all need. But one week it'll be an interview and the interview could be with someone who is smashing it in e-com, someone who's got something really great to share in terms of marketing it could be mindset just something that's really going to help your business of course ads is my passion but really what I see businesses needing is the holistic approach so so they really need to understand every angle you know some inspiration from econ people that are doing really really well but equally to understand the other pieces of the marketing pie that we have to get in place before our ads can work and I know I bang on about this all the time but honestly it's so important I'm going to go on to talk about why in today's show but before I do thank you so much for joining me today um doing a podcast is a bit of a roller coaster so when I started I was so excited about doing it and we were like got really high in the charts which I never expected and then it kind of gets a bit like one of those jobs that you I don't know we all do it don't we it's like shiny object syndrome it's really exciting in the beginning and I've kind of gone through a bit of a phase of like oh the average number of podcasts anyone who starts a podcast records is like seven or something and I'm up to I think I'm up to like 15 on 18 or something. So by by podcasting standards, I'm doing really, really well. I'm still really enjoying doing it and I'm really enjoying the feedback that I'm getting. So if you're getting anything out of it, please do let me know because it really does keep keep us going in these um like dark little rooms where we record the podcast and just just uh, hope that we're giving people some value so so thank you again for joining me before we get stuck into today's topic I want to give a huge shout out for someone who's in my group and is 
so consistent and so determined. This girl's tenacity is absolutely incredible. She just keeps going, keeps going, and she is doing so well. And she's called Celine Adam, and she is based in um, Belgium. And she has a business called A Book of Words. And these typography prints are absolutely beautiful. She has, they're like, it's like minimalist, oh, I can never say that word, minimalist <laughs> typography prints that are inspired by literature. So on her website, it says, in 2017, I started A Book of Words just as a fun little side project, sharing ins- inspirational quotes on Instagram. Who doesn't love an inspirational quote? After sharing 500 quotes and counting, it was time for a new adventure. In the shop, you'll find a collection of minimalist typography prints combining a love for quotes and minimalist design. Oh, she's really testing me here. These prints are the perfect way to surround yourself with some inspiration. Please do check it out. I'm going to put her website link in the show notes. It is abookofwords.com. I'd love for you to go and have a look. She sells on um, Etsy as well. She's doing really, really well. And I just really wanted to give her a shout out because I really admire her determination and tenacity, as I said in the beginning. Okay, so on with the show. And today I want to go back to basics. I feel like we really need to recover this. It's so important and I still see people making the same mistakes time and time again. So I really want to go back to basics in terms of looking at what we're doing wrong with Facebook ads. So what are the things I see people doing most commonly with Facebook ads? Those people that are coming to me saying I wasted money on ads or ads don't work or, you know, the usual kind of cries for help. Um, So I just really want to go over the 11 points. I only wanted to do 10, but I was like, no, I have to talk about this. I have to talk about this. So, So let's start from the top. Number one, obviously, the first thing we need to look at is your pixel. So this is so important. And I see it time and time again where people are running ads. Say, let's go back to before we're even running ads, if we're boosting posts and you're just kind of, people call it paying and praying, you know, you're just praying that someone's going to see your goddamn content and please someone like it, please someone buy my stuff. When we're running ads, we're being far more strategic than that. So we really need to be measuring everything we do. And I would say don't pay a penny for anything unless you can measure it. You can't measure it unless you have your pixel tracking correctly. You know, Facebook give us this amazing tool where we can track everything, absolutely every type of behavior that that a customer displays once they get to our website, whether that's time spent or buttons clicked or items purchased or things they've added to cart or, you know, we can track absolutely everything. We can get so, so granular. So please do. It's really important that you do. And I know most e-com type events are set up, but if you're if you're doing something out of the ordinary or if you tr- want to track something different to the standard events that are set up in Facebook, please make sure that you're setting up custom events. It might sound a bit complicated and scary, but I promise you it's not. And it's a really, really good way for you to track individual items, individual sales, You might need to set up separate um, thank you pages to be able to do it. But again, that's something that is quite simple. And if it's worth tracking, it's worth tracking correctly. There's nothing worse than getting incorrect data because you could be spending money in places where you're not making the returns. So number one, pixel. Number two, 
is a biggie. This is targeting. So I see a lot of people spend a lot of time on targeting. In fact, I would say that targeting is the thing that puts people off running ads the most because they just think, I don't know who to target. I don't know who my... I had a conversation with someone the other day who um, sells confectionery and she said, I, I just can't think of anyone else to target. I feel like I've targeted all my audiences. And just by kind of thinking of a couple of different areas, a couple of different um, med types of media or TV shows and that kind of thing, we're not saying that we're say we're selling a chocolate bar. We're not saying that we ha we only have to go for people who like chocolate. It might be that we go for people who like Strictly Come Dancing or This Morning or Holly Willoughby or you know these really big audiences with these kind of very general interest audiences are really really good for for broad, any broad appeal products. So they're really worth testing. So when you're looking at targeting, please don't be fooled into thinking that you just have to target. You know, if you're selling um, ice cream, people who like ice cream, that's that's just not how it works. So so that's the first thing. But also broad is often best. Facebook is so good at what they do. So there's a saying in Facebook marketing, which is it's 30 percent knowledge and 70 percent just letting Facebook get on with their job. And with the machine learning and the AI, it's so, so clever at finding your perfect customer. So as long as you have some data in your ad account, if your pixel's been tracking a little while, if you've got an engaged audience, you know, if people are liking and sharing, commenting on your posts, it knows who to go for. So always test those broad audiences because you'd be really surprised by what you get back from them. So the third thing is your website. <laughs> I know I bang on about this quite a lot, but this is so important. So remember those toys we used to have as kids, those those bath toys with the little like cogs in them and the wheels that you pour water into? Yeah, stick with me. I'm going somewhere with this. So imagine that your Facebook ads are at the top of that toy, that square toy, and the water that you're pouring in is your ads budget. And it's literally just falling through the bottom. So every cog in there is some part of your marketing mix. But at the bottom, you've got your website. So the water, this is tenuous, I know, but please stick with me. The water is the traffic that you're sending through to your website. If your website doesn't have a few basic things on there that's going to help your customer trust you, feel confident putting their credit card details in, feel confident as we come up to Christmas, feel confident putting that trust in you that their loved one is going to receive a gift from you. You know, they're not going to be paying for something and the, particularly if they've left it a bit late. It's really, really important that we have these things in place so that your water doesn't pour straight through and out the other end, because otherwise you literally are wasting your money, pouring your money down a drain. There are such simple things you need to make sure you have in place to help the customer buy. And just remember, not everyone's as honest as you. There is plenty. In fact, my Facebook feed at the moment is absolutely full of scam ads, which breaks my heart. I was looking at one just yesterday and when you look at the page they've just hacked a page and they're selling photography equipment through it and all the reviews are saying you know this is a scam site. A friend of mine had her ad account hacked 
and she hadn't used it for for about a year and then she got a bill from Facebook for 900 pounds and this trainers they were selling cheap trainers to it and then she got the abuse of people who obviously didn't receive their trainers so just be really really um aware that not everyone's as honest as you and people when we're running ads we're bringing cold traffic into our funnel we're bringing cold traffic to your website that's people that have never heard of you before you know they don't know that you offer a fantastic service with a wonderful product and you deliver when you say you will and you know your customer service is amazing and the packaging is amazing they don't know that people are very very skeptical particularly when they've come to you through an ad so make sure that you have those things in place and help them trust you and there's some really simple things that you can you can put in place just to make sure that that they can sense that they can trust you Number five is metrics. Know your metrics. And this isn't as complicated as it seems. I think people just think that they're looking for that that golden ROAS, you know, that return on ad spend. Um, But I see all too often people turning off really promising campaigns and keeping on dead donkeys because they're just looking at the ROAS. They don't understand what's really going on. So it could be that your, say your ad um, set has spent say £20, and there's no results coming through because you don't understand the metrics. You can't look at it and think, well, actually, I know my conversion rate. I know my cost per click. I know how many link clicks I've had, and I know how many clicks I need to generate a sale, and I'm nowhere near that. So if you do turn off that ad set when you've spent £20, it might be that you only need to spend another couple of pounds to make that sale, and that could be your you know, £100 sale, £150 sale. So in that instance, yes, you have wasted £20. <laughs> if you turn it off, then you have genuinely wasted £20. So really understand your metrics. And I guess the kind of everything I'm telling you today is is in this sort of bubble of just understand what you're doing. Just take the time to learn what you're doing. Because Ads are such an effective way of scaling your business and bringing in, you know, those sales. I hate the word automated because it's not automated. It's, you know, you have to put the work into it. But bringing those those sales in without you working for every single sale, without you having to, you know, every time you post on Instagram, you might get one or two sales and that kind of thing. This is really automation in terms of having your funnel out there doing the legwork for you. Uh, Number six is your offer. So this is real basic stuff. But do you have a good offer? Do you really have a good offer? Because if you don't, let's look back at the the very tenuous link uh, and image I gave you of the bath toy. but you're just pouring money away. You're just pouring money down the sink. So make sure that your offer is really good. It's not just something that you're too close to and you love. And obviously your family and friends love because they love you. Make sure it's a product that people want. You know, it's not a £20 product that takes you five hours to make or something, something that's completely unrealistic to scale. Because if you have a passion business, And if you sell a product for £20, that takes five hours to make, but you don't care because you love that business and you love the product and you love putting a smile on people's faces and you're financially secure in other areas of your life, 
that is absolutely fantastic. There is zero judgment and good for you, but ads are of no interest to you. You don't need to use ads. You need to carry on selling however you're currently selling, whether that's at, you know, craft fairs or through your really engaged community on Instagram or whatever that is. But if you've got a product, the really good offer, you've got a good margin on it and you are able to get more or make more or, you know, keep that production line going, then make sure you've got a really good offer before you start running ads. Number six is budget. This is always a biggie because I know as small businesses, we don't have, you know, most of us don't have investment. Most of us don't have thousands of pounds to chuck at this. But I would just say, make sure you do have some money to put to it. Don't expect to return from day one, because if you do, you're going to be put off straight away and you could be missing a golden opportunity. So put aside budget for it. If you want to build a machine that can give you a way to sustainably scale your business, you do need to invest. Remember, you won't know any baseline stats until you've run a decent amount of traffic through the funnel and your site to see where the cracks are. So what frustrates me more than anything is when people come to me saying that ads don't work after they've spent £10 on a on a campaign and they haven't got a sale and they're frustrated. And I get that. And I understand that. I really do. I understand there's stories of people out there, you know, talking about 10 times return, 20 times return. We're guilty of it ourselves in the, the agency. We've just started working with a, a fashion client again and We've got, we had a result today, which was 250 times return. And we posted it to social media. We posted it to Instagram because to us, that's such a great win. But in the context of the landscape of Facebook ads, that's not sustainable or repeatable. You know, it's a one-off success. So just be really mindful of that when you see these amazing screenshots and case studies that people are talking about. They're only talking about them because it's an unusual success. Most accounts, most e-com accounts, you're looking at a three times return and that should be enough for you to be able to scale that. Remember, you're acquiring a customer, not a sale. So you will then go on to sell to that customer time and time again in your business, providing you have everything right, providing you have a good offer, good product, good customer service, you know, good social that they can feel connected to that customer is going to come and back, back and buy from you time and time again. So I was talking to someone this week who sells on a marketplace, which charges 25% um, commission, and they were saying they need to see a kind of equal return. And we were talking through this, I'd, yes, okay, 25% commission, but that's every single time someone buys something from you on there. Whereas with ads, you pay that you pay that commission if you like you pay to acquire that customer once and then they're in your ecosystem you're emailing them you're keeping in touch with them you're getting them onto your facebook page or your instagram and they're getting to know you and getting deeper and deeper into your business and buying from you time and time again okay number 7 do people who let ads do all the heavy lifting. So imagine a team where one person does all the work. I know we all feel like that some days, but it just doesn't work, does it? The system fails and marketing is no different to that. Do not rely on any one source of marketing or revenue generation for that matter. So this comes back to like putting your eggs in one basket. Just don't do it. It's not fair on that one thing. And if 
like we've had over the last couple of weeks, if Facebook decides to um, make an update or change the algorithm or Apple, you know, pull their pull their um, updates and it causes some issues with the pixel, then you're in trouble. If you've got your whole business relying on just that one thing, then you're in trouble. So really diversify your marketing, make it, make sure that you're looking at other platforms. You've got your email marketing in place and your social content. Your social content is so important these days. I, I really, really can't stress that enough. Which brings us on to content. So I see all too often people running ads and thinking that that's a, you know, a great big tick in the social box and they don't have to worry about it anymore. Please, please don't do that. We see such a huge difference between clients who have engaged social audiences and those who don't. So please, please take it from me. Create content build an engaged audience, keep engaging with your your audience and build that community. You know, look at Facebook groups, look at having a vehicle on your page. Maybe it's a weekly live where you talk about your content, encouraging people to react and that kind of thing. But really focus on engagement. It makes such a huge difference to your ads performance. So the next thing I want to talk about is copy. I know it's really hard when you get too close to your business, but please don't fall into that kind of, oh, that'll do. I know we're busy. I know how many other things we have, you know, spinning, how many other plates we have spinning. But I think as soon as we start thinking, oh, that'll do, we might as well just not bother. We need to constantly be testing this stuff. So my recommendation would probably be if you're feeling like you're stuck in that rut, find a copywriter, have a chat with them and just say, look, I don't I don't need like all my copywriting, but I'd really love a few suggestions of some different angles and just get them to send over some words that you might use or do a little project with them where they write up a couple of product listings and then obviously if copy isn't your thing I would recommend getting a copywriter anyway but even if you feel it's an area you're quite proficient in if it's your business I would still recommend getting that fresh pair of eyes on your products on your story and just kind of getting them to bring out the pieces that they think are really valuable it's really really worth testing and this one goes hand in hand with copy. So you're creative. Same applies as with copy. Mix it up. Don't always rely on single images or videos, which I see people doing all the time. Use all of the creative formats available to you. So collection ads, carousels, slideshows, even GIFs and boomerangs work really, really well. And they should definitely be in your creative mix. So people make a real mistake of thinking they have to have um, like studio shots for everything but honestly the best performing content sometimes is just that that quick cut you know this from Instagram or your Facebook page that quick content where you just grab a iPhone picture or a mobile phone picture when you're out and about and it's you know it's not the best quality probably not the best lighting um, so really test this stuff out. Certainly for coaches, a lot of the, the things that work are just kind of selfies or just slightly abstract images rather than those professional headshots. And the same goes for e-com. And last but not least, so number 11, and this is kind of <laughs> the thing that underwrites everything to do with ads, whether you're a client, whether you're running them yourself, whatever the situation is expectations so I don't know how many times I can say this but ads are not a silver bullet 
they take time, patience, and most importantly, investment to get right. Remember what we're essentially doing is fast tracking that painful organic growth curve. So if you imagine that organic growth curve, which is a line that kind of goes up at a very, uh, a very slow angle, what we're doing is essentially shortcutting that. So the growth that might take you a year or two years, we're looking at getting there in the next three to six months. And that is possible when you've got everything else in place. If you don't have everything else in place, please don't expect ads to work because you know, you're essentially asking for magic to happen and that's not how they work. It's not a case of money in, money out. There's a lot of other factors that go into making them work. So I guess the underlying thing is, of course, Facebook ads work. People grow their businesses to, you know, multi-million dollars and pounds every month. I've been binging on um, Shark Tank recently. So it's, for anyone that doesn't know, it's the US version of, of our Dragon's Den. And it's just incredible. Please watch it if you get a chance. It's on, um, I think there's some old seasons on Netflix I was watching one of the new seasons, but please do watch it. It's so it's absolutely fascinating how different their kind of understanding of businesses to ours and everything they were talking about, every single business on there was talking about the growth that they've seen through. Well, that there was a really clear pattern actually. 80% of the, the people on there pitching for money. And when I say pitching for money, we're like, <laughs> Dragon's Den, they're like, oh, please, can I have £5,000 or £20,000? And they grill them for it. On Shark Tank, they're asking for like a million or two million or 500,000 for like two or 3% of their business. It's proper, proper business. It's absolutely brilliant. But they all follow a similar pattern. So a lot of them are Kickstarter businesses and they have huge overfunding on Kickstarter. And then they go on and their whole business is grown through Facebook ads. And it's a really, really common conversation on there where they're talking about what's your customer acquisition channel and as I say, 80% of them, it's Facebook ads, and they're absolutely killing it. It is a legitimate way to grow your business. It is a financially um, effective way to grow your business. But if you don't have the other things in place, you're kind of, to go back to my really tenuous bath toy vision, you are literally pouring money through that bath toy. So I hope this has been helpful to you. Please let me know if it has. I really want to see you smash it with ads. And I guess a lot of this is quite selfish because I really hate hearing people say that ads don't work and they've wasted money. It really, really, really upsets me. So so please take note of this. Please go and have a look. I'm going to leave some links below for some free resources I've got. If you want to go and have a look at those, some e-com stuff, um, check over your website and that kind of thing. Go and have a look at those and just make sure you've got the things in place, especially in the run up to Christmas. I really don't want you wasting money on this stuff. Um, come in the group. Keep the conversation going. Really happy to answer any questions around this. I want to see you absolutely smash it this Christmas. So I hope you got a ton of value out of that. Come and find me on Instagram at Amanda Perry. Search my Facebook group, Facebook Ads for Success. Keep the conversation going in there and I will see you next week. Okay.